Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. We are back from our lengthy hiatus to give you some great insight into football and everything else with your boys Danny, Chris and Mark. We're talking about the weekend's game. We've got the Champions League draft coming up. Uh, All Talk FC Results League. Front three, back four and anything else we can talk about. Let's go. Welcome back, boys. Thanks. Yeah, it's good to see you, Danny. Yeah, we didn't get nicknames this week. Which no. Could be bothered. No, uh, I just said enough in the intro, so I didn't bother. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, how's Matt, everything going? We've been gone for a while. Yeah, you two deserted me for like a month. Yeah, um, just a little bit of a behind the curtains for all the listeners. Sorry we've been gone for a while. Um, we had Christmas sort of getting in the way the back end of November. Uh, New Year's and then me and Danny. I think, I think you'll find it's the back end of December, but all right. Well, I mean, well, you know, Christmas work, Christmas, Christmas dues, and period. yeah, the Christmas period tends to be busy for most people. As you should be able to understand, Danny boy. Um, yeah, and then me and Mark were on holiday for three weeks to New Zealand, Australia, having a good time. So, um, did you catch much football out there? Uh, no, actually, I forgot to tell you, Dan. This is uh, we watched quite a bit of cricket. So this is actually a cricket podcast. <laughs> yeah. We are talking all things K- Big Bash League. Oh, yeah, KFC Big Bash. Yeah. What so, uh, what do you think right. about them overs? Uh, I can talk about cricket. England are currently in the third of the um, third of final game of the Test in West Indies. All right, Dan. It's only a joke. Come on. Yeah. Now. Yeah, all right. We only Don't try me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we haven't watched much football outside of this weekend, I reckon. Mainly due to the kickoff times. Yeah. So, one, I, I did get up one morning to follow Barnett versus Brentford. Oh, did you see oh, the 3 uh, 3? Please tell me. I didn't saw... see it. I oh, it was such a good there. game. Mark was like, oh, this is a really good game. Yeah, so I was lying it in bed. Was so it was so good. Like half six in the morning watching the Barnett Twitter feed update. Honestly, I feel, I know, and I'm probably a bit biased, obviously, but. It's Big one of the most of exciting games that I've seen all season. It's just had everything. It was just amazing. And I can't believe we lost. Jeez. All because we don't, we don't have VAR technology in the bloody uh, stadium. Ridiculous. Uh, not surprising. I mean, they've, they've barely got pork pies. So. <laughs> they said we got the record ever attendance in that game. Like six and a half thousand. Every single seat was taken. I was awesome. Really awesome game. What did the chairman... He, the chairman came out and said something afterwards about... What was it? Um... They weren't getting allocated enough tickets at Brentford. Oh, that was for the replay. Yeah, yeah. there was massive uproar because Brentford were like, oh, massive, to... massive uproar well, in the news. All twelve people, because <laughs> um, Brentford, all twelve um, people that went. So yeah, they said health and safety, and they, they didn't have enough police or something, so they couldn't open certain stands. So therefore, they couldn't open as many tickets as Barnet wanted to sell. So I think Barnet took maybe five hundred people or something when they could have taken probably two thousand, which is a bit crap. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, we were there sort of during the the. the the, uh, the winter transfer period. Nothing, it didn't look like there was heaps of stuff. That ah, happened. it was the worst transfer window ever. Uh, I must say that, um, just for just as an Arsenal fan, I was a bit bemused by the loan signing. I guess of of um, what's his name? <laughs> I can't even remember. <laughs> Dennis it, Suarez. Yeah. Dennis Suarez. Well, why is, is, are you bemused at who it is or that it's a loan? Uh, both really, because I think positionally wise, uh, even though he, you know he's a attacking mid centre mid, whatever you want to call him. But, um, well, it's Ramsey's was, replacement. Well, yeah, but, you know, it was, uh, Emery plays him as a, a winger, uh, as far as I know, or was intending to. In the past, when he had him, was it Seville? Yeah. Uh, he played him on the wing, but it certainly wasn't a position we need because we needed an out-and-out wing. So if he wants to play him now, I guess that's his intention, but also centre-backs and stuff like that. And the fact that he's on loan, I know with the option to buy at the end of the season, well, you've got I can money. imagine they'll do it. How do you know that? That's what he came out and said right at the start of the window. So we can't buy anyone because we have no money. Uh, and that's why you got a loan. Yeah, well, there you go. But um, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that one. Questionable we'll where the money's gone. It's really questionable where the money's gone. You've got Stan Kroenke at the Super Bowl living it up. And, but, uh, but even without owners, Premier League clubs have money now. Oh, it's ridiculous. I don't know where all their money. Well, How have they suddenly yeah. lost? They had 200 million more chests, what was it, 18 months ago? And now they've got nothing. I, I don't it's know a where lie. It's gone. just a lie, that's all. But there you go. Um, I guess... Is Higuain a big signing? I don't know. Supposed to be, but I wasn't. I've, I've <clears> never <throat> really been impressed by Higuain. Argentina could have won the World Cup if he never missed that clear one-on-one. Yeah. It, it, He's just not an athlete, is he? Every time. <laughs> He's just not an athlete. But every time I've seen him in big games, it's a bit like Cavani. 
It's everything alright? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, a bit like Cavani. Every time I've seen him in the big games when he t- when the team needs him, he's not turned up. And do you remember in the World Cup, uh, Argentina went out to... Croatia? Was it Croatia? Well, they lost 3-0 to Croatia. That they wasn't... brought... They didn't oh, no, they went, Aguero on until... They went out to France, wasn't it? Or whoever it was. Yeah, and they didn't bring Aguero on until the... To really late in the game and then Aguero got the goal in stoppage time and it was like why weren't he playing earlier and it's Higuain has always been one of these players which I think I don't get why he's rated as high as he is so. well it's only because two seasons ago in Sarri at Napoli he got 60 something goals in one season like he went to Napoli amazing. for like 50 million or something yeah, yeah I mean so don't get me wrong he's been at all the big clubs and not really done it other than that year but to be fair in the two games I've watched him I mean, he, he's definitely an upgrade on Morata. I don't know what happened to Morata. I was a big fan when he first came, but he just seems to have died. But he he's seen the ball, so he couldn't get. Well, any he headings. seems an upgrade yeah. on him because he at least links up play. But then, you know, is he much better than Giroud? I'm still yet to believe it, but we'll see. Well, I have the opposite with Giroud. I don't understand why they don't see the quality. Giroud I don't, has. <laughs> the guy won the World Cup. I mean, so what if he doesn't score goals? He didn't score in the World Cup and they no. won it. So just let just, him. He makes let him the make, players around him better. Let him make Hazard the player he should be. I, I don't. I just don't get it. Don't yeah, get it. yeah we, underwhelming. I thought. Yeah, I guess we got to pour one out as well for a young man supposed to go to Cardiff. Ah, oh, Emilio. Was it Emiliano? Emiliano Sala from Nantes. Yeah. Big shame. I was surprised that only uh, Cardiff. Um, uh, the Cardiff game they, they did the minute silence they, no they actually did, they, did it every oh, game I think oh. Match of the Day just showed the Cardiff one but they did it I know Man United did it they did it yeah, every yeah. other game yeah did they, they, they yeah, had yeah. it at the, the 5.30 game or was that Burnley they, uh, the, the, yeah, the, yeah the, the Burnley Brighton, Brighton game. game yeah they did it in every Premier League game do you know the only thing the thing that's really <laughs> weird about that so you know how they well I don't know if you know the whole story obviously they, they as soon as it after it happened like after a day they called off the search because they were like oh, we'll never find him and so then the, fa- the family and the governor of, of Argentina were like no they put money in it and within two hours of putting out a search party they found it but they've still only found his body and not the pilot and now the pilot's family are coming out like look it's all great that you've got the body him can you go back and find the, yeah. the pilot's body please and they're like oh we'll never find him well the reason like, the reason they didn't find him in the first search is because they were searching for survivors, so they were only looking at the top, the top level of the sea. When they said we're not going to find him, they were basically saying it sunk. So the family raised the money to get specialist equipment to search the bottom of the ocean. So it, it's a different type of search because some people are like, "Well, look, they found him." It's like, "Well, they found him because of the information." The first guy said, "Look, it it should have gone here, but it's not on the surface," which. Right. Would only mean... Still, it's, it's weird that they haven't found the pilot. That's, that's weird. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how these things work, right? It's, it's a bit a grim, but... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a bit unfair on the fact that you can see oh. why the family are kicking off and the family yeah. are like, come on, like, I know, you know, great, you found him as another guy that died here. So... Yeah, it's... Uh, unfortunately, I, I had the same view with when the Leicester owner died and it's like, more than one person has died in this tragedy. Unfortunately, it will only ever be the famous one yeah, but that's that's, but that's just the that's way the world yeah, works. What are you going to do? Is. I don't think you can be you can blame anyone for that because that's the personal note. That's the person of of. of well, I would I would you know not yeah. celeb but the person that is more important in terms of the eyes of the public. I, I guess yeah, the only thing that I use every day you can't count you and name everyone. Because if it was up to me, I would have poured one out for both. But um... <laughs> <laughs> pour <laughs> one out. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'd, I'll, what do you think on the idea that because they they also talk about. In the news, um, uh, Cardiff not paying the fifteen million pounds from in the club, wasn't it? I just think that kind of stuff should be left in the background. So that, think... you've taken my back four from me. That was, that oh. was going to be my thing, which is that it is. I, I think it is a bit <clears throat> like it's, it's a bit unfair. A day later, for them to come out and be like, right, well, you asked the money, so when are we going to see the money? Yeah. At least like give it a chance. You know, give it time, give it a chance. I don't know. There's got to be some sort of insurance on this thing. I don't know how it works, but... Uh, that's right. There should be some kind of insurance, isn't it? It depends. Yeah. If they're saying what... You know, it sounds like... Th- there is lots of people talking about conspiracy and, and underhandedness and whatever, but like the plane wasn't registered plane, the pilot shouldn't yeah, have been flying. Like, There's all sorts of reasons why it seemed really odd. They were talking about maybe he was going to... The um, transfer was going to be hijacked and that's why he didn't get on the plane that Cardiff wanted him to get on to go over. He got on some other random one. Like, There's all sorts of stuff, but it's, you know, conspiracy series happen so this this was what i heard when we because this all happened while we was away and this wasn't really that big news over in australia and new zealand like we only found out f- through us looking on twitter 
And um, but yeah, when I came back, like a couple of people at work and my dad was saying in the papers, they were saying there's a lot more to the story than just like apparently he did he text or something that the plane was. Yeah, yeah, he was texting. All his family have like text messages and videos from him. He was recording himself saying, "We're going." I, I don't know. Anyway, it's, just it's, not, yeah. it's not great. It's not, it's not well, great. how about we get to some lighter news and talk about Chelsea? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I do enjoy watching Chelsea get really torn up against Man City. I don't enjoy watching Man City win all the time, but I do enjoy watching Chelsea really get torn apart. I really enjoyed that. Well, it's an interesting it one because hold on, it was an interesting one for me because. I don't even, you know, it's it's weird because I don't think that Chelsea really put up a, a good enough fight. I don't think Man City looked, they were just clinical, they looked spectacular. There was obviously um, Aguero's goal, which was just out of this world, but other than that, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty simple for them. It, right? Yeah, it was more odd, Chelsea started, well, as you say started well, started the first <laughs> three, four minutes well, Yeah. And but tried to go toe-to-toe and not actually have, like, when they had a game plan, it just was an odd game plan to be like you attack we attack football well it's even odder when you think they beat them 2-0 at Stamford Bridge not like a few months ago and they did that by doing the complete opposite which was sitting back defending really well and countering yeah. and they, they played them off the park so it's weird that Sarri kind of went right well let's do the complete opposite of the Etihad where they're normally completely dominant so that is odd but yeah and and the thing is like I'm not in the anyone but Liverpool camp like so part of me was like oh this could be interesting Within 10 minutes, I was like, oh, this match is over. You had England beating France in the rugby. I was like, this was meant to be a good afternoon of sport and both contests feel like they're, they're over before they started. But, but as we was watching that game, you said that the only person with any quality on Chelsea is Hazard. And that, for me, I think that's just another indictment on him not being the quality of player um, on a regular basis that he's supposed to be. Like He really should be one of the best players in the Premier League, in if not the world. But... He can't elevate his side to a point where if they're losing, he needs to be able to bring them up and you know show that quality he's supposed to have and hopefully get them get something out of the game. It's really difficult, right? Because you basically compare someone like Hazard to Messi because he's that kind of a player. Well, Messi, you can, but you Messi can... can bring his team up because Messi will take the ball, dribble past seven or eight players and score a wonder goal and he'll do it for ten years in a row. And that's, he's a one of a kind. Like you can't replicate that and Hazard is still at an amazing level and he'll still take a ball take on a few players but he can't do what Messi can do no but no you can, can you can you can compare him to an Aguero you can compare him to uh, a Kevin De Bruyne or anyone like that but, that has the ability to take the lid off lid off the game and then just be like Aguero right, I need to that. take over Aguero alright he scored a worldie today but very rarely do you see a, a City winning a game because oh my god everyone played terribly but Aguero had a worldie that doesn't yeah. tend to happen Aguero scores the goals and he's the finisher he's the Van Nistel I, I was there, just going to say I don't oh that's a the, bit of a, the players... a Van Nistel of them he's not just the finisher I wouldn't say that well I mean, he is. He's that. That's that's his job. I think he's team. got a bit more quality than that. I know that's his job, but I think he's got a bit more quality than just being a finisher. He's not like an Andy Cole or whatever. Do you know? What oh, I mean? but it, all right. But he's he's not the guy who, when the team is playing badly, you go all right. Aguero's going to pick this ball up and he's going to change the game. He's not that guy. Hazard could be and is sometimes, but not enough. And that's I think the problem. Messi's just set a standard where it's like your team's not playing well. Oh, I'll just get the ball and I'll score. Well, you keep saying Messi. I didn't mention his name. Mentioned his name once. So no, I'm saying because yeah. that's the standard, right? That's what the football we've been watching for the last ten years. The greatest player probably ever, and uh, and that's what and that's the style of play that Hazard tries to do: get the ball, dribble, score well, like wonder goals, all of that kind of stuff. You don't compare him to Ronaldo because Ronaldo's different to that. He's a strong, big, physical presence. He wins headers. He like it's just different. They're this small, diminutive sort of number ten. That's why I think he's the comparison that we make. That's why Hazard has a really tough chance because he's never going to be Messi. Yeah, it'll be tough. It, well, if he goes to Real Madrid, like we'll it sounds like he said, he's made his mind up. I'm sure he's going. Which is he did a very similar statement before he joined Chelsea. It sounds like. He's off somewhere. Favorite being Madrid, so it'd be interesting then because Chelsea have the ability for ten of their eleven players to not turn up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know many teams like it. Uh, occasionally, Arsenal would. Yeah, I was just going to say Arsenal. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately. But like even during the bad days of United, like some of the bad Tottenham performances, bad Liverpool, you'd rarely say, do you know, all every single player didn't turn up. But Chelsea have this ability to do that, and. Uh, Today I wouldn't say all ten, but Hazard. I think Kante did 
a half decent job. Kante's trying, right? But you, yeah. he, he's sort of, you can see him sort of desperately pleading. You know, why am I playing this fucking? It makes role? zero sense what um, Sarri's doing with him. Zero. The ball goes out on the left. Hazard's there, and. I do not know what's happened to Alonso, but, oh, but he can't kick the ball. Do you remember the, right at the start of the season? You, the, you said before the season started, you yeah. went, this is the death of Alonso. Like, Sarri coming in is the death of Alonso, and he went the first four games. He scored a goal in pretty much every game. He got us this, we're like, all right, maybe not. Just, pre- just preempted it a little bit too early, but you're pretty much there. Alonso looks like a useless player. For my season predictions, to stick with them. <laughs> no, I think that still carries. I think that's good. That still carries. Don't change my mind yeah. after one game week. But uh, I just want to make a special mention about fucking Mike Dean. What a... Did you see what how much he loved giving that oh, penalty? Oh, that's, no, that's hilarious. Did you see the clip of him afterwards hiding the yeah, uh, hiding the ball? ball. Yeah. Oh, I'd say Tosser. I, I just can't believe he didn't give a red card. No, I can't I believe it. As soon as they said he's on 99 red cards, yeah. I was like... But it's not even close. He's like 30 more than the second person. Yeah, they didn't like, put the number of games, though, which is... Still. He, he must be the longest serving ref. Yeah, but uh, I can't remember what I was listening to. This might have been another podcast. They were talking about... They didn't do a whole comparison, but they were talking about a different referees and how many... Like, the percentage of yellows and reds to games. He was still high. Yeah. He was still high. But then, is he high or is he actually... The norm because well, some no, way, he's crap. I mean, because every crap. single game, on, it's he's Mike Dean. It's all about yeah, Mike Dean. So yeah, he's crap. Like he just loves it. Loves it all. Anyway. But he was good. If you're listening, Mike. Sorry. Uh, no, but, Fuck you, Mike. but I gave him praise a couple of pods ago. That's because you're an idiot. For, because he had one. Yeah, because he had one game where it wasn't all about him. And now he's just gone back to. But did he make a wrong him. decision? I can't remember. No, it's just no. the way he did it. <laughs> yeah, so he did, he, did he pointed at it like he was doing an NFL first down, or he was <laughs> strictly come dancing to me. Like, what was he doing? He's like, "Yes, I know it. I made it. That's me." Like, yeah, he does that. Yeah, but as long I've as he gets this. the decisions right. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Anyway, no, what about the Man United game? I didn't watch that game. Ah, that was a great start to the weekend. Martial's goal. Did you see um, Sky put it on earlier? Um, in, in the commentary, Gary Neville talked about how, how he was comparing it to a Ronaldo goal that was really similar yeah. from about 10 years earlier. Have you seen both Against goals? Against Fulham? Against yeah, Fulham. Yeah, seen yeah, both yeah, goals? Yeah, he goes down the left side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, not exactly the same. I do think Martial's was a little bit better just because of how he was basically being fouled. Skill-wise, but, but then Ronaldo's was in the 89th minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we must, must yeah. win. So yeah. that, that's... But that was Ronaldo to a T. Like, that, that was just... Amazing. But yeah, Martial's goal was exceptional. He's got to start against PSG. Him, him Rashford and Lingard are going to give that PSG backline. See, this is one thing we, being away, has been a shame for me, is missing this revival of oh, Man United. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Before we went away, Man United had won a few in a row, but hadn't played anyone of, then, of note. Oh, and then I think the first amazing. game we missed was the Tottenham match that they, they won. And it's... Yeah. Just watching Man United now, it's just so much better. And actually, I, I've i always been a bit frustrated with Pogba, but seeing the last few games, I'm like... He's a beast. Actually, I don't know if there's a midfielder in the league like better. No, he's, he's, the, he's the Pogba of Juventus. That he's is get, the Pogba that was in Juventus team when they were getting to the Champions it, League final he just, and he was just yeah, dominating. I think, was it like two seasons ago when he got sent off against Arsenal but scored two? And it was just like... Um, it was like an older kid on a playground. Well, it's and like when Yaya Torre used to step up. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. It just looks like he, he's just bigger, stronger. It's like he's playing with people. It's like he's playing in an under-21 league. And, yeah. he's, and he's a senior. Yeah. But even that, just around them, like, Martial looks like he's stepping up. Rashford is looking like the forward that he's supposed to be. Because he's not yeah. even like, you know, I think he's always shown to be athletic and fast and quick. His uh, finish- but his, his touch and his finishing. His finishing is, is incredible. What, I don't know how it could have been such a stark difference between when he was with Mourinho and now. He's a, com- like, he's a young confidence player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just crazy. give him some confidence and he'll shoot from anywhere and he's got a banger on him. And, and he's playing down the middle though, I guess. Yeah. He's playing down the middle and Solskjaer did come out in like the second or third game and said, Rashford's a better player than I am. I was, but I would score the chances he missed because yeah. he panicked. He, like, you watch him like last season and the beginning of the season, if he's one-on-one with a keeper, he just hits it hard, like just get on target yeah. and hard and hope it goes in. Now his finishing's a little bit softer. Well, now he's placing it, you know, either side, he's placing yeah. it in the corners. That goal, like goal that goal is... Castle, where he just tap passed it in. He would never have done yeah. that. Yeah. Well, the one, was it against Spurs? No, it wasn't against Spurs. Recently when Pogba played that unbelievable ball and he scored, he had absolutely no right to score Spurs, that yeah. one from Rashford. That was absolutely brilliant. What do, you, um, what do you think of uh, 
Phil Jones getting re-signed? Because I kind of think that's, that's very Wengerish there. Like, re-signing a player that's just been there for ages and uh, you're like, well... Do you know what? I don't think they're, re- they're I don't think they're giving him a longer contract to be their number one centre back. Like it's just not. But to be a squad player, young, he's still youngish. Like he's, it should be. A, but do you know what I mean by saying it's very Wenger? Yeah, like. it is. I, I it think is, but Phil Jones gets a, a lot more stick. Than he's he so clumsy though because of faces he pulls. Yeah. and, <laughs> and he, he butters. Yeah, but he doesn't make like uh, he makes some makes mistakes. mistakes. He makes no, some he, mistakes. but he doesn't make any more mistakes than. Lindelof, or like yeah, but you're comparing him to a a calamity of centre backs that you have in your squad, like. But I, I actually think well, last year under Mourinho, when we we kept a runner clean sheets, it was Rojo and Jones as the partnership, and it and it just clicked. And you're like, when it goes well, he is half. He reminds me a bit of Wes Brown. Like if if he gets like a run of games, he's okay. But he just has the ability in a big match to do. That's what stops him being a top level. Defender is just in the big games, but for most nine games out of ten, I think he's fine. I just think when it comes up I against, remember, I remember when he was at Blackburn, he was like, "This is going to be England's future captain." Yeah. Did one of you once run into? Who was it that was telling me they ran into Wes Brown in a newsagent? Not me. I don't no, think someone else I was talking to. Maybe another pod. Ran, no, I think he was. No, yeah. no, so I don't know. I think it's not a word. So he just walked into a newsagent. Wes Brown's buying a chocolate bar. He's like, "All right, okay." Anyway. That's a great story, Danny. Yeah, Please it. tell me more. <laughs> oh, I got an, oh, I got, I got anecdotes. I got anecdotes up my sleeves. Don't you worry. Um, so what are we talking? Oh, the Jones. See, I don't mind the Jones one. I, I do think we've got a lot of centre backs, but I presume Rojo will be gone at the end of the season. Rojo should be gone. Lindelof should go, should be gone. Lindelof will not be gone. He's oh, been they, part but, of the revival. Yeah, but, Lindelof. He will been, not be gone. He's been the best centre back since but, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer came. What about what about um, Eric Bailly? See, What's, he. I don't. I. Um, see, I think I like he's him. one who gets away with a bit more than because he's athletic. Yeah. Uh, and also, just maybe, I don't know because he's because Jones is English and like no. the English players get get quite a hard time. Like do you remember Stones used to get quite a tough time. And like I don't know, maybe it is. There is something like the press go against English players, but yeah, that, I mean that's we know that because Bay just like he's strong, he's fast, he's quick, but he never seems to hit the ball cleanly. So when he does clearances, they're sliced, they're they're like on the tip of his toe. They're, then he, like nothing. They're not like, Rose out, like Bobby Zamora. Like with Lindelof, like he he looks like a footballer. Like he he can pass the ball and stuff. But when, with Bay, I and mean, when he clears it, it's like that ball could go anywhere. He's like a five-a-side player who kicked the ball and it hit you in the nose and you're just like, what was you doing? Like, and you're on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> just come on, calm down a bit. Like, Is it too early to get in the Solskjaer hype train? Are we, everyone's on it. Are you all aboard? The train's, the train's yeah. moving. Everyone's on it. I, I, well, I, like, I, want, I want to be on it and I enjoy that it's a Man United player. I enjoy he's not a big name, just got like when Van Gaal came in with a big CV and... I, I like the fact it's Solskjaer. I'm just hesitant that we could get hammered by PSG and then all of a sudden the, the wheels come off. Would you, um, would you, but would you, um, would it be an indictment on him for you if you were to get hammered by PSG on that? Um, Without Neymar and no, Cavani, I'd be pretty annoyed. But no, uh, not not for me, but I, I realise how quickly the press Things could change, turn. Yeah. Like, so for you personally, for you personally, I, I enjoy it. I've, 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 it's fine. the first time. Do you know what? It. We can we can go and get hammered to PSG, knock out the Champions League. As long as we can't keep playing this kind of football, exciting, having a go at the top four, that's all we want. First, it's been so long. First Man United manager in a month since 2012, which was Ferguson. No, no, first. No, it was the first time that we got manager and player because Rashford uh, got player. They said and he Solskjaer got man- was the and first. Solskjaer got manager, so it was the first time since 2012 because it was. Um, Fergie and Percy. Uh, I can't remember who it was. I can't remember who it was now. But yeah, it was the first because I heard that and thought that was weird. But it wasn't that. It was but we got I player and manager. Mourinho said something like he had won three Premier League titles before he got his first manager of the month. Yeah, because he's an ass. Who's going to give him manager of the month? He's an ass. Did you see? I've seen. Uh, I don't know if it was on you being framed or something, but oh, I saw it on Soccer AM and they were showing all the clips recently of 
Mourinho falling over. Have you seen Have you seen, have you seen <laughs> the one on the ice? Yeah. In re- recently in Russia, yeah, he went to. Uh, uh, it was really funny. I, I don't know how much he's being paid. To, what What is he doing? Going out to Russia to some nothing hockey game to go and like give the cup or something. He just fell on his ass walking down the ice. Brilliant. And there's one where he tries to step over one of those red um, red ropes, isn't it? That yeah, yeah, yeah. And he trips over Excellent. that. What an ass! His career's over. Anyway, really, really. I've got, really, no, I've got no more anecdotes to move us on. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably just move well, on. I'll just say, really, on paper, because I was really surprised when, when, when I heard that um, Arsenal have not won an away game um, since, November. since November 25th. But still, I think, what is it, one point difference between us and you uh, for fourth place? Yeah, United were above Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, United were 11 points then. behind Arsenal yeah. when Solskjaer took over. And really, that's why. really and truly, yeah, really and truly. I mean, it's hard for me to say, but you should be getting fourth place in Arsenal. It's tough. At the beginning of the season, I was just in love with what Emery is doing, but now it's the wheels are coming up a little bit. But he needs time. Right. He's, he needs time. That's what. That's got such a poor squad. You, you need so much rebuilding. Wenger's left you in proper shit. I, I mean, think this is it. The, the, I think what he's done now. He came in and he gave a, a, a real good boost of energy, some enthusiasm, and a bit of grip to the players that were there. Now all it's just a case of is developing the team and developing the yeah. players and ha- actually having a, an identity and way of playing. What that's going to be or what that's going to look like, I have no idea. But maybe uh, in the transfer window, he's just going to have to start if sort he, of trying to shape if, that. If he can turn Awobi into a good player, he's got my vote. Awobi, for me, is starting to look really good. But it's kind of, for me, it's similar to the whole Sterling situation where Sterling has now developed himself into a really, really good finisher, if not a great finisher. He was amazing today, Sterling, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I should have mentioned him earlier. He was amazing. Awobi... Has got all the elements to do it. He just needs to be a bit. Even his goal was just a bit, you know, a bit of a scuff. It won't be. Oh yeah, you know. So all he needs to do is really just sort of hone in on that finishing, and he could be a really, really good player. Yeah, yeah. Because I kind of was thinking, I was like, is is um is Wilfred Zaha a better player than Iwobi? Yes, but he's playing for. Crystal Palace. You know what I mean? It's just weird that you have a player on your team and if you want to be better, but yeah, but that's because he's not. He's better, but he's still not. Like good enough probably to be Arsenal. Well, maybe he is right now to be starting for Arsenal. But he he'll go and cost you. You know, he'd cost a fortune now, Zaha. And would he be worth the fifty million or else sixty million you'd have to pay for him? <laughs> probably not. Because yeah, what was Tottenham? They were after. Zaha. Yeah, they were after him last year and that, some stupid money that they wouldn't pay it. Um, I don't know. He he complains. So, did you see him get sent off for clapping the ref? The yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, he just complains so much. Could um, Batshuayi look more like a Crystal Palace player? Uh, what? Do you, do you know what? There's got to be some sort of game. You've got Saka, you've got Wambi Saka, you've got him, and then you've got Zaha. They all look the same. We've got the same hair. Wow, that's so racist. same whoa. hair. Whoa. That's not what I was talking yeah. about, then. Jesus Christ. They've got the same hair. They've oh all got the exact same oh, hair. The same hair. Oh, look oh, look at a picture of those four oh, four guys next to each other. They've got exactly the same hair. I think you were just looking at the same picture of one person. Nah. Oh, dear me. This is controversial. Just a last bit on the... Um, the back, uh, the relegation battle because there were some big results this weekend for that, innit? Um, the handball that didn't happen to the penalty that did happen on the other end uh, in the Burnley game, Brighton game. The only, yeah. only thing with that is I wouldn't have... I mean, yes, 3-0 and 2-1 is very different. You don't know that Brighton would have gone on to win the game just because they'd have got a pen. I, no. What, they should have got a pen. Do you know, I, when it was 2-0... I, Mike Dean would have given it. Yeah, when <laughs> yeah, it was... Because that was at 2-0, wasn't it? Yeah. And... I sort of at this point it looked like Burnley were going to win, yeah, and it, they were quite comfortable. I, I turned terrible. it off after that, flipped it back, saw the replay of Hendricks, and presumed there was a penalty. It was a penalty because yeah. they were showing the replay. Because I, I, I don't know how more obvious. Well, it, I mean, it was incredibly obvious. I don't know how he missed it. The ref was right there. It's just a bad decision. And VAR next how the ref obviously he could give it. Chest the ball, turn, and chest it again. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Really, I don't, I don't know. know. There's a there's three points difference between Southampton and uh, Crystal Palace, yeah, thirteen to eighteen. Out of Palace, Brighton, Burnley, Cardiff, Newcastle, Southampton, I think we can safely say that Fulham, Huddersfield, one hundred percent going down. Yeah, Fulham yeah. are definitely down. going down, right? Yeah. It's so out of the teams, doesn't look good for Fulham. Then. So out of the teams I've just said, like, signings what, as well. Who? What Fulham? Fulham? Yeah, they're buying like players that were once upon a time had a name like Babel. And Babel is a weird signing, and now yeah. he's done. I mean, he's done okay, but it is a weird signing when you've got you've, you've got like a few wingers. You don't really need another one. Uh, certainly not I a thirty-six-year-old one. I don't fully really subscribe to this. Like you're in a relegation battle, buy players who are 
like relegation battle specialist players, but to buy yeah, like, they've been there before. Well, yeah. there's well, a reason why they've been there <laughs> yeah. before. Like there are certain like players where you think as soon as you sign, you're like, okay, they're not going down. Like you mean like when Southampton got Danny Ings? When Sunderland got Defoe, like the first yeah, time, you're yeah. like, do you know what? He is a player that can keep him up. Like he. I don't feel that about Fulham signers. I'm Andrew like, Johnson the used to keep teams up. They've only signed for Fulham oh, because they've got... Bring like, him up then, that's a dark day. Why? Andrew Johnson. Yeah. Now oh. you're thinking of someone else. Andrew Johnson, the, the, the bald guy who played for Palace. Scored loads of penalties. Yeah. You're, oh, you're thinking of someone else. Saying, I know you're Andy Johnson. You're thinking of the other Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not him. Yeah, he's not, he's not, in, a great, great. He's not in a great place. No, no. Um... Yeah, alright, so um, Crystal Palace, Brighton, Burnley, Cardiff, Newcastle, Southampton. Who gives you the most confidence of staying up? All of them except Newcastle and Cardiff. For me, Cardiff and Brighton are the two that I think are in trouble. I mean, you, I, told, I still 100% am convinced Cardiff are going down. I know they got a good result yesterday. I still they keep getting see. these, but the, do you know Cardiff for me? Sometimes they keep getting results that are, for me are kind of unexpected. I just feel like they they would try and pinpoint games at home against teams in their area, and they get a few away games. They bought Umar Nias. <laughs> I mean, that's the like who's he played for? Who's that? Cardiff, exactly. Umar oh. Nias was the guy who, who Everton had for a while. It's just he's just useless. So they had Patterson up front, who's a right back. Yeah. They were playing him, so they go out and get. He Nias. was scoring. Yeah, and he was scoring. Yeah, but I I just don't know how Cardiff are doing it. They they you're right. They're getting some results they shouldn't well, be. Southampton are weird because they <laughs> yeah what Southampton. See, I think I, I already I think Burn- now Tom if, Heaton's back. I think Burnley are safe. Oh, oh for sure, right. Tom Heaton. For sure, what, what he, game here. Joe Hart must be. Uh, do you know what though? Everyone, Sean Dyche, everyone must be sat there just looking at watching um, Heaton yesterday and thinking those two or three saves that he made that Joe Hart probably wouldn't have would have been two two or two nil down. So that's the difference. Yeah. Like what? Why on earth did they go and buy Joe Hart? I, just I don't can't know, stand especially it. with Pope. Yeah, well. what? I just can't stand you it. You know, with um, with Southampton, if I didn't look at the league, I would feel like they would be a, a few positions up from. They, they will be. They've had. They were unlucky. That bad. They were unlucky. They've been playing really well. They've got some good players. They've got two or three really good strikers who can score goals, and that we'll know. Like if you've got a striker that score goals, generally you can get out of it. Yeah. That's the only thing for Fulham that you. They're too reliant on Mitrovic, but at least they have Mitrovic. Yeah, you just need one finisher, really. I'm. I'm not going to say that they're going to go down, but Brighton's starting to worry. Yeah. They think they look very... They, they're just starting to just fall they apart. They were our bottom three. Remember at the start of the season, we said Huddersfield, Cardiff and Brighton. They were our, our three, we thought, really. But then they started down. looking good a bit. Glenn Murray was being the Glenn Murray where he was just scoring and banging goals. It's not sustainable. Doing Glenn Murray things, and now yeah. he's not doing them so much anymore. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Surprising they don't look down, because I, I said when Burnley signed Chris Wood that I liked that signing. Yeah. And it's taken a little while, but he scored two good goals... Yesterday, he looks a decent striker now, playing alongside Barnes. I think, but but Burnley just have like we're only going to buy strikers of a certain ilk. We're, all our strikers are going to be the same. We're not going to have any but, pacey but Chris, strikers, yeah. any small. We're just going to have the same model of man. We're going to keep Once buying that. You a bit of we're going to keep buying that same guy. We're going to have three or four of them on the bench. That's why I like Chris Woods because I was like, they're like the he, opposite of Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, well. Yeah, but like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The hairs. <laughs> yeah, the hairs. They might play with different hairs. <laughs> but would would. Can finish with his feet, and and I was like at Leeds, I was he was quality, and I was he like, was good, he was good. And January passes, but like, our oh, no team's really done a good signing, and we say, well, Nias is the striker. Mm-hmm. Why don't they look down and give a, a championship striker a chance? Don't we? But by no this, idea because of Kevin Doyle. Look at um, who's the name? guy banging them in for Sheffield United at the moment? What's his name? I don't watch oh, the Champions yeah. Uh Billy Sharp. The guy can't stop scoring. Just someone like Huddersfield, so I could easily just go and get him. I just could just save you. But, I mean, it's too late now. Well, Huddersfield, they've already I know. said. Well, it's too late now. I know. Down, but but you, you start of Jan, they still had a chance. But I mean, you look at as we say. Well, Cardiff, unfortunately, they did try and sign someone. They did, yeah. Um, but the rest, you're like, like you, you haven't got goal scorers. Just go down the leagues. Just chance it. It's a shame though, because Salah, I think. Uh, Salah was second highest goal scorer in the French league behind Mbappe at the time. So they were they did go out and buy a big striker. But yeah. Yeah. You say you say weren't they sort of pick the pockets of some of the teams in the lower leagues? I I can only imagine. I don't know if this is fact, but I can only imagine that. 
these players would probably be really important for their championship sides that they would actually overcharge the team that wants them and they can't take that risk on a player that's unproven. Yeah, 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 maybe, but I mean, well, I don't know. It's difficult. I, more often than not, the the players that do pretty well in a championship do okay. Like they're fine. As a, there's not a huge difference I, between the top of the championship I and disagree. the bottom of the Premier League. I disagree with that. I don't think so. If you look at the bottom three or four teams in the Premier League and the top four or five teams in the Championship, they'd all give each other good games. It wouldn't be like... Yeah, but that's the whole point. They're in the bottom of the Premier League because they're going to get relegated. They're not doing well. Yeah, but that's my point. You go and get the players that are doing well in those teams at the top of the Championship, they're probably better than the players you have that aren't doing well at the bottom of the Premiership. Anyway. There's a number of times that players have come up from the Championship and shown themselves not to be good enough. Kevin Doyle, Dave Nugent... um, what was Ern- Robert Earnshaw like? This Earnshaw is so had an alright career. That's a bit harsh on Earnshaw. No, he had no okay career. He's still hasn't he still got the record for like the so only guy to score a hat trick in every single um, cup, like FA Cup, League Cup, Premier League. He's the only, the only thing that I remember about Robbie Earnshaw was it for West Brom and. Um, he was so desperate to get a goal that a ball was already rolling in as an end goal and he chased it as hard as he could to get a goal and didn't. And they what West Brom scored a goal without actually having a shot in the entire game or shot on target or something crazy like that. That is my memory of Earnshaw. No wonder you don't like him. He's not the best. All right. Yeah, good celebration. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, the results league. We don't have to pick the ones. Next week's FA Cup. So we won't pick. Is it? Yeah, next week's FA Cup. So we won't pick our results for them. We will do that next week. Are you sure? One hundred percent. Is it not just the the um, the League Cup final and the Premier League next week? No, it's the FA Cup. Ah, yeah. All right, fair enough. No Premier League games. That's next Saturday. Right. So we'll just run through the results that we went through this weekend. I picked. uh, Well, I was just a bit confused with our stats here about. Um, the teams that I had left to pick to win and lose so I went for Chelsea to beat Man City just as a throwaway one that obviously didn't work out for me so I got zero points hold on no you no, you had to change your mind because you couldn't pick Chelsea again because you'd already picked them twice so you changed it to pick, and you chose Brighton to beat Burnley did I? yeah are you kidding me? no and then that, we had a whole conversation I went oh actually I was going to do that but Burnley are in really good form so I fancy Burnley but I've already picked them so I'm going to go with well I still got zero points yeah I, but fair enough how have you forgotten that was yesterday I'm not the smartest person here well, I <laughs> okay. think we can all establish that thanks for pointing out Danny no worries I'm here all week Mark who did you go for uh, I did Palace to beat West Ham should have done yeah, have done. so they got the moral victory so that's half a point <laughs> <laughs> uh... who did I go for Chris remind me you, I can't remember my own one. You think I'm going to remember yours? <laughs> I went for Arsenal to beat Huddersfield 2-1. What was the score? Uh, Arsenal beat Huddersfield 2-0. 2-1. 2-1. <laughs> <laughs> three yeah. points. Yeah, I haven't had a three in a while. So, so you got three points. What's his name? Kalashinak. Oh, what a terrible own goal. You know that's Huddersfield's first goal at home this, this kind of year? Jesus Ridiculous. Christ. Jesus Is that goal their top goal scorer now? Uh, no, uh, Schindler or Zanko or one of their defenders is the only people that score goals for them. Right, so we we just got to do the um, table, clean up the table a little bit because we've obviously missed a few weeks, so I'm not doing the pod. But we'll do that next week when we pick our teams for the following weekend. After that, cool. If that sentence makes I'm pretty sense, pretty sure I might might have caught you up there at the top there. So. Maybe doubt it. Champions League draft. We got the Champions League coming back, boys. It's round sixteen. You excited about it? I am actually. I really am. There's some really big games. I am really interested to see VAR come in now. It's a, it, is, it is weird that you're kind of halfway through a competition. They go, do you know what? We're going to bring in the video refs now. But fair enough, they are. I think it's because it's so successful in Europe that any of the Spanish, German, Italian teams, they got a, a, you know something happened that a video ref would have seen and a ref didn't. Well, we even saw the, the managers at the start of the season here. Every decision... Uh, if we had VAR, we would have got that. Yeah, but I, 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 I just think there'd have been so much uproar from the European leagues that the, the Champions League hadn't done it. They had to do it. I think but Mike Dean's going to get upset when it comes to the Premier League because he's going to get overshadowed. We reckon it will come <laughs> by the video ref. Yeah, 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 better opportunity to, to make it more uh, about yeah. him. Uh, he'll, he'll love the he'll, line, he'll, 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 he'll be the guy who reviews it every Yeah, time. he'll be so running to the screen like, and yeah. he'll be like looking at the thing and he'll be doing all the arm movements. He'll love it. Be like a NFL ref. Yeah, they love yeah. it, don't they? When they adjust their top. Yeah, and yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Turn on the mic. Yeah, it's the offense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Champions League draft. Uh, I currently have Barcelona, Juventus, Real Madrid, and Inter, who are no longer in the competition. Gutted for me. Do we need to recap 
what this game is and the rules. Nah, so no one cares. Nah, no one's listening. No one cares. Danny's got Man City, Atletico, Liverpool, Leon. Mark's got PSG, Bayern, Man United, and Spurs. So for me, I get the first opportunity at switching one of my teams. So I'm going to switch Inter for Porto. They're up against Roma. Wow. Um, and I believe that based on not seeing either teams play once this season, I'm going to pick Porto because I think they'll beat Roma and actually get through. Okay, that's a horrible decision. but Why, you think luck. Roma will get them? Yeah. Well, um, you've got the opportunity. I'm going to swap Leon. Because they're not going to beat Barcelona over two legs. I've got Barcelona. Yeah, and I'm going to go for Dortmund. Because I can't Have believe I have Dortmund. No one's no. got Dortmund. Oh, what you, a done. I thought I had Dortmund. You bought Dortmund in last I time. thought I bought Dortmund in, but no. if I haven't, I'm having him again now. I, I, for me, Dortmund are winning the Champions League. Yeah, you definitely brought Dortmund in last oh, time. I, thought I didn't realise, I wasn't looking. I thought someone had Dortmund. Yeah, I thought I had Dortmund. Yeah, I literally just Pretty sure I picked it last time. Maybe anyway, I'm picking him again. Mark, do you want to change anyone? Uh. No, well, when I, I presume we're going to do a change again uh, after these two, uh, two after two after no the, after this weekend this yeah. week's games or the next two weeks because they split it over two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, not all the games are finished. This yeah, week. we'll have an opportunity to switch up some of our teams as yeah, well. Yeah, so after the first two of my leg. teams are playing each other, so Man United are playing PSG. Wow, so you should keep that, right? Good strategy. So I'm guaranteeing mm. someone. Yeah, sure. that's true. That's, a good, that's an interesting strategy. Liverpool got Bayern, I've got Bayern, so they're guaranteed. <laughs> it's, and Tottenham, as I said at the start of the season, are getting to the final. So, I'm, I'm, cool really, yeah, Dortmund again. I'm, really right. I'm guaranteed to lose one team, but three go through, so I'm alright. There we go, fair enough. <laughs> and you got, yeah, PSG, oh yeah, fair enough. Um, alright, cool, well that's our teams then. Yep. And you're happy with Barca, Juve and Real Madrid? Uh, well, you're going to change one, but three I think so. Teams. I think so. We'll see how it goes. I'm the most the I'm hopeful for Juventus mostly out of that just because they've got Ronaldo and he's just he's almost like LeBron James where he's always going to be up in there in the finals. Yeah. So we'll keep that. I don't know about Real Madrid, um, but we'll see. And we'll talk about those uh, matches hopefully next week. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Let's go to your game, Danny boy. Oh yeah. Oh. So I forgot this. Um, little caveat, which I already mentioned to you. So I came up with this um, in December because when we were meant to do the last pod before we broke up and then obviously we haven't done one and I forgot about it. I thought I'll just reuse it. So some of the stats might be out of date, but I've put these are correct as of the 5th of December. Okay. So that's the caveat. Um, the yeah. other reason I came up with this, so this is based on goalkeepers, but I think you'll like this game a bit different. Um, the other reason I came up with this is because that week was going to be in my back four as well. Um, Courtois came out and said he thought, and he named the three best goalkeepers in the world, and De Gea wasn't in it. Yeah. And I'm like, hater. What the hell is that about? It's just Courtois, Courtois yeah. not even in the top five at the moment. Hater is useless. Gone. Hate. And he just didn't, and De Gea wasn't anyway. Anyway, so uh, it got me thinking, actually, was who was the best? Was in there? No, uh, no it, I can't oh, no, We should do a shout out to Ben right Foster, because he has been immense. He has been great. Yeah. He, he has been good. Good better than Courtois <laughs> uh, well this season Courtois has been terrible anyway um, it got me th- did get me thinking who are the best goalkeepers in uh, Premier, like, Premier League history so I started looking at goalkeepers and I came up with a really fun game that you've probably never heard of before and it's called higher or lower okay so basically what I'm going to do What's is I've got so I've got <laughs> 10 I've got 10 goalkeepers and basically it's going to be based on clean sheets so okay. I'm going to name the first one, and then we'll take it in turns between each of you. You can say higher or lower, and they've got more or less clean sheets in the Premier League history. In Premier League history. Yeah. Okay. And it's. And Do you reckon this last month has made much of a difference to that game? Well, <laughs> um, funny enough, no. Looking <laughs> at the players, uh, no, actually, it hasn't had any difference I know at all. Foster's had a good few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should say that. No, you're right. Actually, yeah. it could have done. But one of them has not been playing, so... Right, so... My starting point... Uh, by the way, choose who wants to go first, who wants to go second? Uh, go on, I'll go first. Okay. Um, well, keep a score, and then I've got... Have I got a tiebreaker? Yes, I have. Cool. Um, Which we never need, never but, need but we'll always play. <laughs> cool, so... Uh, I'm going to start us off. The worst. Um, starting off, David Seaman. Got 140 Higher. clean sheets... In 344 games. Wow. You're going first, right? Yeah. Edwin van der Sar, did he have more or less clean sheets than David Seaman? He's got less. So you're going lower? Lower. Correct. Correct. Eight lower. 
132. Because he was in Serie A for most of his career. <laughs> uh, well, he played almost the same amount of games. Well, he was in Fulham as well, though, wasn't yeah. he? So. Yeah, almost the same amount of games. Effect, yeah. uh, so, 132, Frederick van der Sar, correct. Um, Mark, Shea Given, higher or lower than Edwin van der Sar? Mm. Interesting. So, the big team Shea Given played for was probably City. But otherwise... They weren't was... that... Were they that big at the time? I mean... You're forgetting Newcastle. No, I'm saying who would he have played at that kept a lot of clean sheets? Oh, I see. Right, okay. So, I will go... I'm going to go Van der Sar has more clean sheets. So, you're going Shea Given lower? Yeah. Correct. Boom. Quite a lot lower. He's played a lot more games and then he's got 113 clean sheets. Uh, but a lot of games. Chris, Tim Howard, has he got more or less clean sheets than Shea Given? 113, you just said. Yeah. Ah, that's tough, that's tough. These are all tough, by the way. That's very tough. I've tried to make them tough. High or lower? You kind of think we keep going lower here, so at some point we've got to get higher. Just not convinced. I'm trying to think how long he was at Man United, because that's where he would have kept the bulk of them. I'm not sure how many would have done at Everton. Um, Good game's a quick game. We'll go for lower. Tim Howard is higher. Uh, he had 132 clean blood. sheets. <laughs> I'm always losing these games. The same amount of clean sheets as Edwin van der Sar. Oh, man. But in more, but more games. Mark? I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, you got it wrong. First blood. So, Mark. What blood? Peter Schmeichel. Does he have more or less clean sheets than Tim Howard? He's got less... Yeah. Absolutely. He has got less, 128. You would have asked the question otherwise. <laughs> Why? Well, no. How many? 128. Yeah, four yeah, less. Yeah. But he played nearly 100 games less. I was going to say, he's got Howard. like a weird. Because he's sneakily like got a really small amount of games, isn't it, for Man United? Yeah. What was it? How many seasons? Six? I can't remember how many seasons. But 300, game, 300 games. Yeah. 310 yeah. games. Um, Chris, Mark Schwarzer. Has he got more or less than Peter Schmeichel? Double Premier League. Did you say 132? 132. Well, 128, sorry. 128. Um, Mark Schwarzer. Mark Schwarzer. We're going to go for less. It was, in fact, higher. 151. Oh, come on. Clean sheets for Mark Schwarzer. He played a lot of games, a lot more than Shea Given. He played 514 games. Not going well, Chris. Pepe Reina, has he got more or less clean sheets than Mark Schwarzer? So how many did Schwarzer have? 151. Did Pepe Reina even play that many games? <laughs> Quite a lot. Is this just Premier League games? This is just Premier League. But Reina was only at Liverpool. Oh, it can't be that hard. Come on, Mark. Go for so, one. So can I, it's 50-50. Can only be higher or lower? Come on, I'm going to go higher. Pepe Reina was lower. Of course he was. He only played he played half the games that Schwarzer did, but he nearly got caught him. He got 134 clean sheets. I I thought it was lower, but I thought okay, I'll go the opposite. Chris it tends to be how these. Brad Friedel has he got higher or lower than Pepe Reina? How much was Reina? 134. 134. Pepe Reina. Oh, Brad Friedel, <clears throat> go on. Let's go for higher, higher. It was lower. Oh, come on. It was 132. Two lower. Jesus Played Christ. a lot more games, though. We've not got better at these games. No. <laughs> What's the score? What the scores two, on the doors? 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one at the moment. I've got a shot. Mark, man. this is your shot. Nigel Martin. Has he got more or less clean sheets than Brad Friedel? He's got less. He's got more. 137. Oh, Chris, you've got a chance to get back in. Kept 137 137 clean sheets, clean sheets out of 372 games. It's a seriously good percentage. Yeah. Um, Chris, Joe Hart, has he got more or less clean sheets than Nigel Martin? Uh, he's got, how many was it? 137 for Nigel Martin. He's got, uh, do, 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 he's got more. Less. He's got 126. And almost the same amount of games, he's, he's not doing well. Although he got over 100 clean sheets from Man City. Well, that's what it was, I was thinking, but come on, man. Um, there's a reason he's been dropped for Burnley. He's not quite there. Um, and fi- finally, but I think, Mark, you've already won, um, which is handy because you'll probably get this one. David James, has he got more or less than Joe Hart? More. 
He has got some easy ones. He's got the most. Well, uh, to be fair, I forgot to mention at the start. I basically picked the top ten keepers in the Premier League history, so I was left with someone. Um, David James had 169. Uh, Okay. Um. Uh. My tiebreaker, which Ken unneeded. Congratulations, Mark. Which did you win? Three one. Yeah. Um. My tiebreaker was going to be. What? I lost again. Someone I didn't mention, despite having played. Less games than four of the keepers I've already mentioned. Petr Cech has the highest amount of clean sheets of any goalkeeper in Premier League history. He also holds the record for the most clean sheets in a Premier League season. How many clean sheets does he have? And whoever got closest would have got the point. I'd say 172. I'll go... Uh, 160. 202. Why? 45% of his games he's got clean sheets. In the Premier League history, that's pretty spectacular. Well done, Petr Cech. He's not bad, isn't he? Not a bad keeper for Leno to be keeping out. Right. Anyway, there you go. Well done, Mark. That's another point for you that we're not keeping score of. No. no. I think all we've got left is front feedback four, am I right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yes. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Well, um, we know Danny's back. Well, you know my back one because we already talked about it. Yeah. Well, my front three this week is the... English rugby team, the Red Roses, they've started off their Six Nations campaign on fire. Last week they had a massive, massive result against Ireland uh, away. Um, Ireland probably, arguably, well, easily the second best team in the world at the moment. They've just been smashing it for for quite a while now. Um, England haven't looked so good, but just absolutely demolished and dominated um, Ireland. And um, it's great to see them come in and hit in a bit of form because... I think about two years ago, I was like, if anyone wants to support any English team, support the English rugby team, because the World Cup's this year, and we've got a really good chance of winning it. And then they had a bit of a dip of form last year, but these last two games have just absolutely looked outstanding. Oh, today, they were amazing against France. Amazing. It's looking like a good World Cup coming up. Yeah, yeah. Although the so. times, it's in Japan, isn't it? Yeah. Which is, do you remember 2002, the kickoff times were like, oh, in the, the morning the at Korea, like 8 yeah. a.m. and stuff. Oh yeah, I remember all going to watch the England Brazil game. I remember being really woken early. up when Owen scored against Brazil. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I've missed the bloody <laughs> yeah. first ten minutes. I remember <laughs> going. Over, yeah, we didn't go into school that morning because uh, I remember going over to my mate's house. It was about eight in the morning or yeah. something. The game that was the Ronaldinho game, wasn't it? The one when he loved semen. Anyway, yeah. yeah, but England have been doing really well. Um, I think they could really when they beat Ireland. I was like, that's a grand slam win right there. Yeah. Like they they might be able to do the grand slam. That win bonus season. point. It's going to be huge as well, I think. To beat them with a bonus point, that's that could be the grand slam. I don't know if that's going to be the difference. Well, you don't need a bonus point to win the grand slam. No, no, but what I, mean, what I mean is, if we lose, the, it's next there's a chance we might game, still lose one, and then we'll have both lost one, but the chances are we'll have the bonus I point. I think it all yeah. comes down to next week against Wales. Yeah, uh, that's sure. that's going to be Wales in two away. weeks. they got a week off. Oh, uh, a week off. Yeah, yeah. and then it'll be... Uh, Wales That's away. the big one. That's the big one. Because at home to Italy, I mean, that's a given. Scotland have been much more... Uh, a difficult side to beat uh, the last few seasons, but that's also at home. So, you know, we we have a good shout of beating them, but the one against Wales is definitely key. Is it, is it in the it's Millennium it's Stadium? At, yeah, yeah, it's in yeah, Wales. Do you remember when you two went? We went two, last, years, ago. two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Could have another repeat of that. That oh, last well, second. That last well, Wales second. I'd love them to just smash them, which yeah. they have a good chance, because Wales ain't the strongest of their uh, strongest at the moment. So, yeah. Um, cool. But, but they are doing extremely well. Happy to see Manu Tuolangi back. Happy to see Chris Ashton back. Um, yeah, great stuff. Also, actually, I've got one more in my front three this week. It's uh, David Silver's hair. <laughs> it's come back. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know when I thought, I thought um, about a, mu- a few months ago he looked ill, but in fact it was a hair transplant, and um, now it's starting to come out, and uh, good for him. I mean, I couldn't imagine how much money you'd need to think, like, do you know what, I'm going to get a hair transplant, but... I mean, really good for him. him. Yeah, yeah. He actually looked quite good. When I don't think he looked as good. I mean, like, David Silver's like it's a full head of hair. Yeah. So, yeah, good for him. Uh, in my back four this week is uh, parents. Yeah. I, I, I just saw your phone, so I've seen this story. There's <laughs> a, it's a, a Mumbai businessman called Raphael Samuel. Have you heard of him? Nope. He's suing his parents for giving birth to him because he's arguing that he wasn't he didn't give his parents consent to give birth to him. Now... I know I don't know about you, Danny, but I know Mark will agree with me here in the fact that I think he's right. What is that? I, I, I mean, so, so what, what he's arguing is that he rightfully so he did not give any consent to be born. 
His parents made that choice for him, so they should support him for the rest of his life. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go off on one, but... His premise says, his premise is that if children didn't ask to be born, why do they have to put up with lifelong suffering? And he's going with a hashtag, parents are hypocrites. Of course he's going with a hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag what? Hashtag, parents are hypocrites. Yeah, so, yeah. His parents, I think, are lawyers, and they see the funny side to it. Fair enough. But, good joke. I like that. So, parents beware, coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shame my mum's got no money. Go on, Mark. What's yours? Um, There's a theme to mine, because my... uh, Is it back to the lists? I used to enjoy those. Oh, no. What's that? Yeah, no, I used to do lists. I will. It's fun free, but... I'll try try and get a list ready for next week, but my my theme is uh, equality. So... uh, Of course it is. So my front... Nice and deep. So my front three is the NFL. Why won't we ever get what we want? So do you know what was... uh, Momentous about this Super Bowl last week. Uh, what other than all they the allowed black players to play? No, no uh, they allowed male cheerleaders for the first really? time ever. Really? Yeah, I actually didn't know that. For the Rams. Oh, they've, they've, been, they've been cheerleading all season, haven't they? Yeah, so it's the I first Super Bowl where men were allowed to be there, uh, as well as women, um, to be cheerleaders. And did that make you happy? Was that, that good? I, <laughs> well, I, I, cheerleading isn't something that's that big in the UK, but in, in America it's seen legitimately as a... Well, it's it a sport. It yeah, it's massive yeah. sport. I must yeah. admit, maybe it's close minded me, but it was weird seeing him in bras. But <laughs> <laughs> they weren't in bras. I'm only joking. It's a joke, people. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I, cheerleading over here isn't that big, but I, over there it is big. So I presume there's quite a few guys that have wanted to to do cheerleading. Do you know what I, I mean, Mark, Mark, Mark walks around with his pom-poms quite often and uh, it, yeah. people do give him weird looks. Yeah, but, the police yeah. have said a few things. <laughs> um, no, respect to them though because they're, uh, they mean, go in... are criminal. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, um, they are going into that knowing they're going to get heaps of abuse standing on the sidelines. Now, I could... I mean, I don't know. Like, I could care less really, to be fair, but um, if it makes them happy, why not? Yeah, And exactly. then, um, yeah. Okay. Well, they're, they're going to... Um, and they do that with Formula One. They're going to have men do the grid because obviously that they kind of said, "Oh, we don't want women doing the grid walk anymore because it's really demoralising and it's derogatory to women because they're dressed, you know, not wearing a lot of clothes and just holding up numbers." And then all the women that had the jobs kicked off because they're like, "This is our job. You've just lost. Yeah. I've lost my job. Yeah. I really enjoyed doing it." And now they're going. Now they're thinking about well, maybe if we make it men and women, then it, it's all right. Uh, which is a bit a bit weird backwards way of going, but hey. There if you go. I could earn like fifty thousand pounds a year for holding up a card, yeah, exactly. I'll do that. I'll take yeah. your job, <laughs> make your job my job. Gone. Go on. What's your back for? All right. Again, with the equality theme. Um, so this one. Still waiting for it. Kevin. So this is a. Uh, this is actually was at the end end of December. So um, in Switzerland, there's the Cresta. Cresta Run toboggan track. So do you know what toboggan is? It's yeah. Sle- sledding kind yeah, of. Yeah, sledding um, track. So for the first time in 90 years, women were allowed to race. So this has been a man-only race. How many crashes? <laughs> so back in um, 19... You're ruining your piece, Mark. Yeah, 1929 was the, the last first time. First time a toboggan race had no finishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> like, going along with the, the sort of ridiculous, do any of you know why women were banned in 1929? Racism. Uh, I can't, I think I was busy that day, I can't remember. So, they were banned because back then there were new studies and they deemed that toboggan gave women breast cancer. What? So it's taken them 90 years to work out. It doesn't. So, uh, it's in my back four because that should have been changed a long time ago. So their theory was... If a woman leant forward on the sled, the pressure on her breast would cause lumps, which would lead to cancer. Bloody hell. So uh, they've just decided this year that that, that theory is wrong. So, uh, just so science is moving forward. There's <laughs> <laughs> some crazy things in the world. There's really crazy things. Um, very good. So, well, you know my back four. We talked about it as the Salah transfer money embargo situation. Um, so I won't talk about that. My front three is a little bit close to home. Uh, and it is football related, typically. 
with it being me. Um, Newcastle are in my front three because they have finally they have finally broken their thirteen and a half year record transfer fee. What they paid for Michael Owen, sixteen million pounds, thirteen and a half years ago. They've finally broken it. And they've bought Miguel Almiron from Atlanta United for twenty-one million pounds. Who the hell's that guy? I hear Who's you he ask. Play for? Absolutely no idea. Never heard of him. Never seen him play. Apparently, he's really fast. They've just signed him twenty-one million quid. He's their record ever signing, uh, beating Michael Owen thirteen and a half years ago. Cost eight point five million on fantasy football already. God knows. Actually, that's a good point. I haven't looked how much he is, but probably not a lot. Um, I guess on Monday we'll get our first chance to see him play against Wolves. Uh, and who knows but congratulations to Newcastle's hierarchy for finally spending some money in my front three well don't forget your hand out Mike Dean Mike well, Dean no Mike <laughs> <laughs> not everything is Mike Dean's fault well, just, although he'll have you believe it is just can't get these arseholes out of my head <laughs> very good hey that was a good one coming back right yeah yeah did you enjoy that Danny yeah when are we back Next I'm on 6.0 million by the way midfielder Get him in your team now. You've heard it here first. Yes. So uh, next week, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. Next week, we'll be back to talk all things football. Maybe not as much at FA Cup, but Champions League Certainly stuff. Champions League. Yeah. Certainly Champions League. Um, maybe we might sneak in a bit of Europa League because of the old Arsenal. Are you going to chance of winning it. Are you going to mention the Carabao Cup, your favourite cup and the final? Is it not done yet? No, the final is when coming is up. Next week, I think. It's Chelsea. It's Chelsea City again. That sure. was the irony of today. Next week, we won't be talking about the Cabal Cup <laughs> or any other week. Uh, you happy with that, Dan? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Nice, wonderful. Um, it's nice to be back. I thought that was a good pod, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, appreciate that. Good. See you next week. Bye.